Hello, and welcome to 30 Days of Grim. Today's fairy tale will look at jealousy and what it does when everyone else is invited to a particular party and you're not. See what happens when one of the fairies is not given her entrance into a special birthday party in episode 14, Briar Rose. Once upon a time, there lived a king and queen who said every day, oh, that we only had a child, but they never had one. And it happened that as the queen was bathing one day, a frog crept out of the water and onto the bank and addressed her saying, your wish shall come true. Ere a year passes, a daughter shall be born to you. What the frog had said came to pass and the queen did give birth to a little girl. She was so beautiful that the king was beside himself with joy and gave a grand feast. He invited not only his relations, friends, and neighbors, but also the fairies that they might pour out their blessings on the child. Now there were 13 fairies in his kingdom, but the king had only 12 golden plates for them to eat from, and so one had to stay away. The feast was celebrated in all splendor, and when it was over, the fairies bestowed upon the princess their wonderful gifts. One gave her virtue, another beauty, a third riches, and so on, in fact, everything that her heart could desire. When eleven of the fairies had given their blessing, the thirteenth suddenly burst in. She determined to take her revenge for not having been invited, and without a word of greeting or looking at anyone, she cried out, When she is fifteen years old, the king's daughter shall prick her finger with a spindle and fall down dead. And without another word, she turned and left the hall. They were all terror-stricken. Then the twelfth fairy, who had not yet given her gift, came forward, and unable to lift the curse, but only moderate it, said, The king's daughter shall not die, but fall into a deep sleep lasting a hundred years. The king would fain have saved his beloved daughter from the impending disaster, so he commanded that every spindle in the kingdom should be burnt. Meanwhile, all the fairies' gifts to the maiden were fulfilled, she grew up to be so beautiful, modest, and wise that to see her was to love her. Now it happened that on the very day when the princess became 15, the king and queen were not at home, and she was left all alone in the palace. She wandered about looking into rooms and chambers as she pleased, and finally came to an old tower. She went up the narrow winding staircase until she came to a little door. There was a rusty key sticking in the lock, and when she turned it, the door sprang open. There, in a little room, sat an old woman with a spindle, and busied herself with spinning her flax. "'Good day, Granny,' said the king's daughter. "'What is it you are doing?' "'Spinning,' said the old woman, nodding her head. "'What sort of thing is that that skips about so merrily?' asked the maiden, and took the spindle, wishing to spin as well. No sooner had she touched the spindle, then the spell came true, and she pricked her finger with it. At that very moment, she fell down on a nearby bed and lay in a deep sleep, and this sleep spread over the whole castle. The king and queen, who had just returned and had stepped into the hall, fell asleep, and the whole royal household with them. The horses went to sleep in the stable, the dogs in the yard, the doves on the roof, and the flies on the wall. Yes, even the fire flickering in the fireplace stopped and went to sleep and the roast meat stopped sizzling. The cook, who was about to box the ears of the young kitchen boy for having done something amiss, let go of him and went to sleep. 
the wind dropped and not a leaf stirred on the trees around the castle. A hedge of briar roses soon began to grow around the castle, growing higher every year. Finally, they enveloped the whole castle so that nothing could be seen of it, not even the flag on the roof. A story soon spread about the land of Briar Rose, as the king's daughter came to be called, and from time to time king's sons came and tried to break through the briar bush into the castle, but they found it impossible. The thorns stuck fast together as if they had hands, and the young men remained hanging there, unable to free themselves again, and so died a miserable death. Many, many years had passed before a prince came to the country again and heard an old man tell of the hedge of briars that hid a castle behind it, of a princess of wondrous loveliness called Briar Rose, who had been asleep there for a hundred years, and with her the king, queen, and whole royal court. The old man also knew from his grandfather that many king's sons had already tried to force their way through the hedge of briars, but had gotten trapped inside and died a pitiful death. The youth said, I am not afraid. I am resolved to go and find Briar Rose. In spite of all the good old man could do to dissuade him, the prince would not heed his words. It happened that just then, the hundred years had passed, and the day had now come when Briar Rose was to wake up again. When the prince approached the thorny hedge, it turned into beautiful flowers, which parted to let him pass, then closed again into a briar bush behind him. In the castle courtyard, he saw the horses and dappled hounds lying asleep. On the roof, he saw the doves with their heads tucked under their wings. And when he entered the house, the flies were asleep upon the walls. The cook was still holding up his hand as if to seize the boy, and a maid was sitting with a black chicken about to be plucked. He went on into the spacious hall and saw the whole of the royal court lying asleep, and above, near the throne, lay the king and queen. He pressed on still further. Everything was so quiet that he could hear his own breathing. At last he came to the tower and opened the door of the little room where Briar Rose was asleep. There she lay and looked so beautiful that he could not take his eyes from her, and he bent over and kissed her on the lips. The moment his kiss touched her, Briar Rose awoke, opened her eyes, and looked at him lovingly. They went down together, and the king and queen awoke and all the courtiers and looked at each other with their eyes wide open. The horses in the courtyard stood up and tossed their manes. The hounds sprang up and wagged their tails. The doves on the roof pulled their little heads from under their wings and flew off into the fields. The flies on the walls crawled about again, and the fire in the kitchen burned up, flickered, and cooked the meat. The joint began again to sizzle. The cook boxed the boy's ears till he screamed and the maid finished plucking the fowl. Then the wedding of the prince and Briar Rose was celebrated with all splendor and they lived happily ever after.